0: Greetings to the body of Christ this morning. I come before you with humility and humbleness. I am greeting you in the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is powerful, the name that was exalted above every name. The Bible Bible declares that at the sound of this name, every knee and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ, He is Lord. I'm greeting you in this name, and I know, and I believe that when you call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible declares that blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, and you shall never be denied. When you when you call upon this name in the time of distress, you shall never be denied. It is the God-given promise to His church the church the bride of christ and this is the promises that god has instilled as had promised his church and we have the confidence that it is only the name it is only in the name of jesus christ that many shall be saved amen I am greeting you in this name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. <coughs> I hope that everyone it is he's, he's doing okay this morning. Amen. Thank God for this time. I don't take it lightly. I know it is the will of God for me to be speaking this morning. I don't take it lightly at all. It is such a privilege to be able to, to share what the Lord has laid in my heart. As you listen, I declare that God shall, will bless you. It is the prayer of my heart that men and women will be catapulted from the mentality of church into an intimacy with the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen let me repeat that it is the prayer of my heart that as we are sharing the Word of God today men will be catapulted from the church mentality into the intimacy with the person of the Holy Spirit hallelujah hallelujah praises and worship be to the King the Lord and the Creator his name is Jesus We give him the praise even this morning. He is worthy to be praised. There is none like him. Worthy to receive all the glory and all the honor. Praises, honor, wisdom, glory. Oh, we magnify him this morning. There is none but him. He is the Lord of all. The king of kings. He is my king. I worship him this morning. I worship Him this morning. There is none like Him. I've never seen anyone like Him. Glory to Your name, O God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Receive all the glory. Receive all the honor. Receive all the praise, O God. Receive all the honor. Receive all the... Ma- we magnify you this morning. We extol you. Who else is like you? Hallelujah. <clears throat> amen. 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 I... I am humbly and like to humbly submit to the listeners this morning that... Um, I want us to talk about the church known as the Ecclesia, the church of God. You want to establish today that what is the church or who is the church? What is the church and who is the church? The word church in Greek, it means Ecclesia. It means ecclesia, and and this word ecclesia it it simply means the gathering of those summoned. This word ecclesia it refers to people, not a building. So it is it means the gathering of those summoned or the called out ones. And when you call someone new, you call them from a particular domain to a a new domain. (coughs) You call them from a certain place and you call them to a new place. The place that they have never been to. This is what Ecclesia means. It does not refer to a church building. When we speak of the church (coughs) or the Ecclesia, we are talking. Of, we are talking of a gathering of people. We are referring to people. It is so unfortunate that in this dispensation that we live in, people regard buildings as the church, and that is not the mind. That is not what God had in mind when He established this 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 ecclesia people missed it because now people they depend on church buildings they do not know that that is not how god intended this thing to be because when i when he said i will build my church i would like i would like us to read from uh, the book of matthew chapter 5 chapter 16 from verse thirteen, Matthew chapter sixteen to verse uh, from verse thirteen, this is the time when Peter was declaring who Christ was. When Jesus came to the region of Caes- Caesarea Philippi, he asked he asked his disciples, "Who do people say the Son of Man is?" They they replied, some say you are John the the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound. Whatever you... Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. Father, this is the reading of your word. Bless it. Bless it in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless the ears that are going to hear it. And also the hearts that are going to receive it. We thank you for for your word. It is powerful and it is active. We thank you, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, this is Christ asking a very profound question that who do men say i am who do men say the son of man is and then i believe this is where the study of christology was established because peter had explained through the revelation of god the father he had explained who christ was who jesus christ who jesus was the son of man was the bible says the the disciples went on answering him said people say you are john the baptist you are elijah or you are jeremiah or one of the prophets and 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 he say he he now tends to question he says but who do you say i am but who do you say i am peter by the revelation from god he says you are the christ the son of the living god you are the christ then jesus christ acknowledges the fact that peter this what you are telling me right now flesh and blood did not reveal it to you but by my but by my father who is in heaven and he says peter he says you are peter and upon this i will build my ecclesia i will build my church and the gates of haze will not prevail against it he says, "Spit upon this revelation that you got from my father. I will build my church upon this, upon this rock. Upon this rock, I will build my church. <coughs> I will build my ecclesia. I will cause a Satan people to this place called church." Yes, people know of Christ. Many people, they know him as the Messiah. They know him as Elijah. They know him as as John the Baptist. They they know him as Jeremiah. They know him as one of the prophets. But they do not know him as the Messiah. It is they, they that they have the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. These people are the people whom God says, I will call them out. These are my ecclesia, those who have the revelation that I am the Christ. This is the people whom I am going to call from a certain place to, a, to another place. This is my ecclesia. You can, God, Jesus Christ says, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven revealed this mystery to you you cannot it it is impossible for you to know that jesus christ he is the messiah unless if the father the the father who is in heaven reveals it to you and he says a peter you are peter and upon this rock i will build my church i will build my church upon this revelation people who are aware that i am the christ these are the type of people whom God the Father has revealed this truth and this mystery to them that I am not just a man but I am the Christ. Peter, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hates will not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Peter attests to these matters on 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. He says, But you are a chosen people a royal priesthood and a holy nation god's, god's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light into his wonderful light this ecclesia it refers to people you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation a special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out. Who called you out? We said the word ecclesia means calling out, summoning out. And then God called us from darkness into his wonderful light. But it it it, it goes to affect that. this church you can see it is built upon the revelation that jesus christ he is the christ he is the messiah have you ever wondered why do people say jesus christ he is one of the prophets he is not god he is not the messiah they do not belong to his church they do not belong to this ecclesia god hasn't called him out from the darkness into his wonderful light Yes, they they believe that there is God, but they do not know that Jesus Christ he, he is actually God, He is actually the Messiah, He is actually the Christ. They are okay with the fact that He is the Son of Mary, they are okay with the fact that He is He is one of the prophets, He is Elijah, but they do not want to acknowledge, yeah, they do not actually they do not know because it takes revelation. It takes revelation for you to know that he is the Christ. That upon this revelation, I will build my ecclesia. I will build my church upon this revelation. God has to call you out of darkness into his wonderful light for you to belong to this ecclesia. It's not everyone who will be part of this ecclesia. God has to call you. God has to call you from a point of darkness into the point of light. He has to call you, <clears throat> and this ecclesia is not a building. It is not a building, Bazelon. When you say you go to church, <clears throat> what do you mean? When you say you go to, it is Sunday today. It does not refer to a church building. When God says I will build, he, he speaks about us. Because He tabernacles. Paul says, Don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is expressingly saying, I don't dwell, I don't dwell in in, in buildings built by human hands. Now, actually, God we transport God to church if we won't go to church there won't be God there because God lives in us God lives in us a church a local assembly that that place that building it is a place of fellowship but it should not it does not it is not the Ecclesia because the Ecclesia refers to people now, we, we tend to idolize the buildings. We tend to idolize churches, our, our local assembly, as if that is what God had intended from the beginning. And no, that, was, that is not what he had intended from the beginning. But when, when he called us out from the, from the darkness to his wonderful light, he wanted to tabernacle with us. He does not live in buildings. He said, when two or three are gathered, he speaks to us. When two or three are gathered in my name, I shall be there in their midst. Now it means God is after a person, not a building. When we are gathered, when we are gathered and we we praise, we are gathered in his name. The Bible declares that he is there. It is the promise. That is the biblical truth. He is there. It does not refer to people to, 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 to the building but it refers to people. Ecclesia Ecclesia. Isaiah chapter 66 verse one Thus says the Lord, the heaven is my throne and earth my footstool. Where is my house? where will where will ye build for me? It says heaven is heaven is my throne hallelujah and earth my footstool do we do we are we realizing that even heaven cannot contain god because the bible says heaven is my throne and and the throne it is the chair it means the question comes comes then saying where where is the rest of his presence where is the rest of him if he sits on the if if heaven it is his throne Allow me to submit to you this morning that God cannot be contained within his own creation. In the beginning God created heaven and earth. The question is, before the creation, where did God tabernacle? Where was his presence? Where was he before he created heaven? If we if we think that he he lives in heaven, where was he? where did he live before that before the creation before the establishment of heaven and earth where where did God live because he says heaven is my throne and he created this heaven before the beginning because God God created the beginning but the, the, the truth is he was there before the beginning was even established then the question comes where did God live if indeed he lives in the church building, can, can 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 a church actually contain him? Can 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 a church contain? No, is he's, he's he's he is God of high standards. He cannot be contained by the church. He cannot. He, his presence does does he's not he does not live in the in the church building because we had built the church building god god he is there i want i want people to get the revel this revelation that god lives in a god god becomes a dwelling dwells in a certain place because there are people because of the ecclesia we transport him there god cannot do anything on earth except us giving him the, the permission god he is the spirit and spirits do not have legal rights to operate in the realm, in the realm of the physical, unless if the physical being gives way, gives the permission. And God cannot do anything here on earth unless if we give Him, as the human beings, as the ecclesia, unless if we give Him the permission to to function. Even 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 when we pray for someone, we pray for something. God cannot 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 just uh, 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 do something here on earth unless if we give Him the permission it is impossible it cannot happen we have to give him the permission where was he when where was he when he created where was he before he created the, 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 the earth and the heavens heaven is my throne earth is my footstool And we say God lives in heaven. A part of him lives in heaven. But. I cannot worship a God. Who who can be contained. Within his creation. That makes him less of a God. God that I worship. He is bigger than dead. He is glorious. Mighty. Omnipresent. Mighty. Omnipotent and his presence cannot be contained by anything he is mighty God when we call upon him things happen and I cannot say God he lives in heaven or in a church building no King Solomon attests to this biblical truth in 1st Kings chapter 8 verse 27 he says but will God indeed dwell upon the earth what a question but will God indeed dwell upon the earth? Even heaven, the highest heaven, cannot contain you, much less. And this temple I have built. And 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 listen to the listen to the wisdom of, of Solomon. He says, but will God indeed dwell upon the earth? Will 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 will, will earth contain you? No. Even the, the heaven and the highest heaven. Cannot contain you much less the temple I have built for he 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 acknowledges that this temple I have built it is the temple that I have built it was not built by God it is built by me does not and Christ says upon this rock I will build my church listen Listen to what Christ says, and for the reason he says, I will, it means this church has not, it is the church that has, he, he was not referring to the church that Solomon built. Because when he says, I will, it means it is a church that is going to be built in the future. Solomon built a church, and he acknowledges that this church cannot contain you heaven cannot contain you earth cannot contain you. you are much bigger you cannot be contained by a church building the Bible declares that God does not dwell in the church built by human hands mm? God cannot dwell in the, in the church built by human hands and Jesus Christ says upon this rock I will build now it means this church has never has never existed it is something that he is yet to build because I will it is something in the future I will build my church I will build my church not referring to the church of Solomon I will build my church Peter says but you are a royal a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. That you may declare the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. When Christ says, I will build my church, I will build my ecclesia, he was referring to people. These people who will carry out message people who will who will say yes lord at all given time people who will be surrendered to the king people who will say let your will be done here on earth as it is done in heaven this is the ecclesia this is what christ meant when he says I will build my church I will build my church I will build my church upon this rock I will build my church upon this rock and the gates of hate will not prevail I want us to look at the passage of the scripture whereby the Samaritan woman had an an encounter with the Lord Amen. John chapter 4, from verse 20. An encounter of a Samaritan woman with the Lord, with the Christ. John chapter 4, from verse 20 to verse 26 hallelujah the Samaritan woman said our, our ancestors worshipped on this mountain but you Jewish claim that the place where we must worship where we must worship is in Jerusalem woman Jesus replied believe me The time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You uh, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jewish. Yet a time is coming and is now when the true worshippers will worship the Father. In the spirit and in truth for they for for they are the kind of worshipers that the father seeks god is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in the spirit and in truth the woman said i know the messiah called the christ is coming when he comes he will explain everything us then Jesus declared I the one speaking to you I am he my God my God what what a word! what a word! this I don't know how many times have I came across this passage of the scripture many times but I don't know how many people and really understand this passage of the scripture this woman makes remarks and he says to the Lord that our ancestors used to worship in this mountain and you the Jewish claim that the place of worship should be in Jerusalem hallelujah and this is what the Lord says he says the time is coming and the time is now whereby no one will worship in this mountain or in Jerusalem he explains that this time that is coming the matter the issue of worship it will not be restricted to a physical building there won't be a need for you to worship in jerusalem or in this mountain because the father seeks the worshipers who worship him in truth and in spirit this is the time whereby god he's calling people he's calling the ecclesia that you are being called to worship the father in truth and in spirit it 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 is not the matter of you being in jerusalem or being on the mountain or being in a certain place but it is the matter of you worshiping the father in truth where two or three are gathered in my name i shall be there i'm talking about the ecclesia I'm talking about this ecclesia, it is not the matter of a geograph- geographical place, it does not matter whether you meet under the tree, whether you meet in the church, whether you meet in the car, whether you meet in the train station, but it is the matter of if people meet in my name, I shall be there. The true worshippers that the father seeks. Hallelujah. It is not a matter whether you meet the Bible. Says, I am after the heart of, of men, I'm after the heart of people, I'm not after the, the building. Can heaven contain God? Can earth contain God? No, it cannot. But God, He seeks the worshipers that shall worship Him in truth and in spirit. Gone are those days whereby people go to church to seek God. God tabernacles with us, He's after us, He's not after the, the, the geographical place. Jesus Christ declared this the Messiah the one true God he says the times is the time is coming and the time is now where people will worship God the Father in truth and in spirit there won't be a necessity for people to go to Jerusalem there won't be a necessity to for people to go in the mountains but people will worship God in truth and in spirit God seeks us worship us and we cannot con we cannot be contained within the church building because God cannot be contained within church building and Solomon declares that this temple that I have built cannot contain you even the heavens that you created cannot contain you how much more this temple today we are being told that if we want to see the face of God we need to go to church buildings and that is not the truth that is the lie from the pit of hell we cannot contain God within these church buildings we need to have a personal relationship with God the Holy Spirit spirit. For God seeks the the type of people who shall worship him in truth and in spirit. And these people are not limited to a church building. They are not limited to Sunday, but every day of their life, they are in the intimacy with the Holy Spirit. The Bible declares that God seeks such worshipers. Now, we cannot be contained. We cannot be contained by a church building we cannot be contained by church building he says we've been told we have been told that the Messiah who is the Christ is coming this woman was not aware that the was not aware that the miracle is about to happen she was not aware he says I am he the Christ I am he and this ecclesia shall be built upon the revelation that Jesus Christ, He's not John, He's not Elijah, but He is the Christ. What a wonderful thing for this woman to, to, to encounter, to be added upon this ecclesia. She did not know that she was being added because this church this ecclesia is built upon the knowledge and the revelation that jesus christ he is the messiah it says we 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 know we know that the, this messiah is coming he will come jesus christ says i am He." her eyes were open that this this man that i am talking to he is the messiah he is the christ and for that reason she was she was added upon this ecclesia. 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 is La She was added. This Ecclesia will be built upon the revelation, upon this rock, upon this revelation. Peter, you are there. Peter, upon this rock, I will build my Ecclesia. He was saying, upon this revelation that you have told me, I will build my church. Upon the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, he is the Christ, I will build my church. samaritan woman says lord i know that the messiah is coming who is the christ jesus playing without without being figurative he says i am he upon this revelation that jesus christ is not just a prophet notice that in initial the woman said i know that you are a pro i now know that you are a prophet but later the conversation changes says i am he i am he i am he i am the messiah now the perspective changes she does no longer see jesus christ as a prophet ordinary people sees him as a prophet but 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 ecclesia sees him as the christ upon this revelation I will build my ecclesia, I will build the church I will build my church and it is God who calls us out from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his wonderful light his marvelous light Isaiah 53 verse 10 yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul and sin offering, he shall see his seed, and he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. The Bible says it it pleased God when the Lord was bruised. Under normal circumstances, I am the parent. As a parent, I cannot be pleased when my son is bruised. It cannot please me as the father when my son is bruised. I cannot be pleased with my son. But it pleased God. Why did it please God when his son was bruised? Oh God, he's omniscient. When something commences, he knows the end result of it. He says for the prolonging of his days here on earth. For the prolonging of his... What a miracle that happened at the cross of Calvary. Ah, uh, the, the, the enemy thought he was finished with him. <laughs> he did not know. The enemy thought he was done with the Lord. He was done with him. For the prolonging of his days here on earth. When they bruised him. When they, when they, they crucified him. When they killed him. They did not know that they were prolonging him. They did not know that they were prolonging his days on earth. It pleased God. John 12, 24 Verily, verily, I say unto you, unless a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Now the death of Christ, oh my God, It pleased the Lord to bruise him. Because the end result was that his days were going to be prolonged here on earth. Now John says, Jesus Christ says, I say unto you, unless a corn of wheat fall into the ground, unless someone dies, he abideth alone. If he dies, he's going to bring forth much food. Of his own kind, yes. When we join, when we become part of this ecclesia, it is God giving birth to to to, to new to Christian to people who are like Christ, because in the realm of the Spirit, the people who are in this ecclesia. There's no different, we are like him. We are we are created in his own image after his own likeness. It pleased God to bruise his own son because he knew that if this seed dies, it, it is going to bring forth much fruit. The very same he's going to prolong his days. When someone get become the part of this ecclesia, Christ replicated. Duplicate himself. That is why the Bible says. There is great joy in heaven. When a sinner turns back from his. When the sinner repents. Because now it is not just a matter of. Praying that prayer. But when the mystery behind it. Is that we become like Christ. We join. we, We become part of him. We become him. Hallelujah unless if a seed dies it abideth alone but if it cry if it dies it bring it brings forth much fruit hallelujah 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 it please God to bruise him take take a note it was the Lord who bruised him they thought that they were the one who, who were bruising him but the Bible says it pleased the Lord to bruise him it was God who bruised his son because now kingdom of God had to be established here on earth how can I establish the kingdom without ambassadors now God had to create people who are like Him, He had to to be created in his own image. People who have the revelation that Jesus Christ is not the prophet, but he is the Christ. Amen. This is the ecclesia, the gathering of those summoned. The gathering of those summoned. Gathering of those summoned. The gathering of those summoned. It pleased God to bruise him. How can you bruise your air? Your only air. The only reason when. God stopped Abraham when he was about to sacrifice Isaac. It is that God had to stop him because Isaac was the only son. The only son that Abraham prayed for many years. But the end result was not to prolong the days of Isaac here on earth. Now, God had to intervene and replace the sacrifice, which is the ram. God gave him the ram. Isaac was not harmed. Because if he could have died, his days were not going to be prolonged. But with Christ, it pleased God to to bruise him. Because his days. we have being prolonged inasmuch as when people when people become the part of this ecclesia. That's why that's how God prolonged his days here on earth. Amen. And I want us to read the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 40, verse 38. Now, this is just after the day of pentecost and and peter he is he is he is preaching to the people he's is, he is under the spirit of the holy he's under the, the the influence of the Holy Spirit and he is preaching to the people he, he 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 speaks specifically to the Jewish he tells them that you had persecuted the christ you you persecuted him you persecuted him. You persecuted the only son of God. You killed and you killed him. And that message purged their heart. And they asked, what can we do for us to be part of this ecclesia? What can we do for us to be saved? What can we do for us to be born again? What can we do for us to be part of this church? And this church does not refer to a church building it refers to people what can we do for us to be called from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light these are the Jewish people asking Peter what can we do Peter and Peter replied verse 38 Peter replied repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness or the remission of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit how do I become part of this Ecclesia how do I become the part of this Ecclesia first it is God who calls you you have to have the anointing the understanding and the revelation that Jesus Christ is not just a man it's not just a prophet God reveals. Jesus Christ, the Spirit of flesh and blood, did not reveal this to you, but it was revealed by my Father, who is in heaven. And this revelation, it is God who gives it to people. If you, you know, and God revealed that truth, you are halfway to become. Cur- From becoming part of this Ecclesia. And Peter said. Repent for the forgiveness of your sins. And be baptized in the name of the Lord. For the remission of your name. And be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is how. You become part of this Ecclesia. This is how you become part of. God's generation chosen people. is god who chooses you it is god who chooses you Verse 47 says praising god and enjoying the favor of all the people and the lord added to their number daily who were being saved the lord who was adding the number it was the lord who was adding and I'm saying it is God who calls people, he's, he's responsib- it, is his respon- he is, it is his responsibility to call people from the darkness to the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his marvelous light. No man should take the glory and say, I'm the one who preached. It is the Lord who added the number that people were being saved. Amen. I want to pray for people who says we acknowledge that Jesus Christ, he is not just a prophet. This revelation I cannot give it to you, but I'm talking to people who says, I feel it in my heart. No, Jesus Christ cannot just be a man. But he is more than that. He is God. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. If you know this truth. Because Jesus Christ, he said, I will build my church upon this revelation. I will build my church upon this revelation. That I am not just a prophet. I am not a I'm not Jeremiah, I'm not John the Baptist. I will build my church upon this revelation that I am the Christ. And when I build this church, the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I want to pray for these people who want to be added and to this ecclesia. People will say. We are sick and tired of going to a church building, but we want to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We want to be catapulted from from the church mentality, from the religion and the systematic religion. We want to be catapulted catapulted from that uh, mentality, but we want to have the intimacy with the Holy Spirit. I want you to repeat after me. Pray this prayer with me the prayer of salvation and I guarantee you that your life will never be the same again your life will never be the same again please pray after me Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ Forgive me of my sins I committed in Adam. Cleanse me in the blood of your son, Jesus. Today, I accept Jesus as my personal savior. I confess with my mouth that he is the Lord. And believe it with my heart, that he rose from the dead. Write my name in the book of life. Baptize me in the name of Jesus, for the remission of my sins. And baptize me in the Holy Ghost. Amen and Amen. Be blessed and be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen.